there's a what's your name? Sure. There's a genuineness about you uh, that goes to your core. There is uh, something so dear about the the heart of you that just draws people. And God is going to release even a greater anointing for you to be able to release that, the gift of encouragement, the gift of lifting people even out of the pit, drawing them to a place of uh, uh, royalty in God, really bringing them into that where they can see themselves as, as something better than what they came from, something better than what they grew up in. And I really just see that, that genuine heart that you've already seen uh, go to people already. But I see just a greater fulfillment of that coming out of the, in the next days. Amen. Now, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this word, Lord. And we just pray, God, you release it in the name of Jesus, God. Another season, Lord, a greater season of this, Lord. Thank you, Father, for her. Bless her today. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for the grandma. And to some people, that's like a cuss word. It means you're old, you're on your last leg, it's the downhill from here. But to the Lord, the ones that you call, to the ones that you anoint, it says that you'll live to a good old age. And the word is you study the good old age it means you keep your teeth you keep your hair you keep your wits about you you keep your faculties you can still go to the bathroom and, can I just say that I'm so sorry so I don't I don't know why I say things like that but to someone who <laughs> wants to go to the bathroom it's a joy to be able to go to the bathroom. And so, Lord, I thank you for the good old age. I thank you, Lord, that, that, that it can still be the greatest season of her life. The greatest season. Because when you are wise and smart and seasoned, you spend so little time making mistakes when you are young, on fire, and running in where angels fear to tread. You learn what fights to fight. And what's, what fights are not worth it, your time. <laughs> just keep your dysfunction. God bless you. And so Lord, I thank you for this new place. Release her now into a divine destiny of her greatest years ahead of her. Her greatest years. I know a lot about you. I think. I mean, fair amount. I'm your pastor. I've been for a while. What a privilege it is. And uh, again, I just want to thank you. My wife and I want to thank you and your husband for being so faithful. Such a blessing to us, to this house. I have a very simple picture for you. And uh, I see you behind, uh, as a judge, sitting with a judge with an anvil in your hand, a gavel actually it's a word in your hand and you're wearing the, the, the robes of a judge I see you coming out of the chambers with the decision I see you sitting down before a jury and, and before a court and you making verdict pronouncement
pronouncing verdict and giving a decree and a declaration. The years ahead for you are going to be filled with health and blessing and prosperity. And I've given you sound judgment, says the Lord, even wisdom from my throne. And I'm going to put you in position to be able to say, Thus saith the Lord, even though you might not use those words. And you will take the gavel of heaven and you will nail the block and that will be the end of it. I'm releasing through your mouth a decree, says God, that will cause the hearts of God's enemies to melt. I'm releasing a decree through you and a declaration that will cause the hearts of the fathers to turn to the children and the children to the fathers. Don't be swift to swing the gavel. As you wait with me in the secret chamber, you will come out with the answer and you will release it and you'll see circumstances, situations, political situations, and situations in the community shift. Situations in my body shift. Situations even in Israel. Situations in the nations. I'm going to cause you to even travel, says the Lord. The best is yet to come. So brace yourself. Gird yourself. Influence, influence, influence. Amen. Pastor Josh. Wow. You're an anointed one of God. (laughs) You're anointed. You've had to go through, you've had to undergo a great season of humility and walking through humbling circumstances, very humbling circumstances. I see you even at the bottom of going, Lord, how much more? How much more do I need to be stripped? How much more do I need to be broken? How much more do I need to lose? How much more, Lord, do I need to be humbled? All the Job circumstances that you've gone through in your life, all the things that you've gone through in your life, God has raised you up for such a time as this. And He's put a unique call in your life. As a matter of fact, you are moving into a great time of seeing that which God has placed in your life. This anointing that God has placed in your life for all that stuff to begin to flow out. I see you having an anointing of a counselor. There's a new, fresh anointing of counseling in your life to begin to speak to people. God's going to begin to open the doors of influence. God's going to begin to open up new seasons of of refreshing in your life. And this is the verse that I have for you. Those who refresh others, they themselves will be refreshed. And this is your season of refreshing. This is your season of refreshing. Father, I pray now in the name of Jesus, healing. Healing from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. God is going to meet you in that place. Shura Sandarama. Every part of her body, every part of her mind, every part of her spirit healed in Jesus' name. Emotions healed in the name of Jesus. Tell me your name. Diana. Diana, as I was standing here and I see this heart around your neck, the Lord showed me that you're one who like, wears their heart on their sleeve, as they say. That there are those who have take advantage of you because you love 
maybe when they don't deserve it. That you love beyond when other people would say, Stop. What are you doing? You're going to get hurt. And you just have had an ability to always see the best in people. To always see beyond a flaw or a weakness. And there are those who, because of being hurt or betrayed in their life, have hardened their heart. And it is a rare gift and a rare person who can keep loving like they've never been hurt. Who love seeing all the flaws. Who love knowing that this might end badly. Who love knowing that maybe I'll get hurt. And they make a conscious choice to love anyone. To love regardless. And I thank you for Diane. I thank you for her life and the testimony of what it is to really love because as you said in your word of all the gifts the greatest of these is love and so Lord bring healing to any heart of her any part of her heart any part of her life of remnant of disappointment and just purify with your fire of heaven she would keep loving as you love us whether we reject you or not you love relentlessly fearlessly furiously you love us in spite of ourselves What an example of your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, you have been so wonderful. You have been so wonderful. I don't know what this is, but... uh, been some grief that you've had to experience in your life. Healing now in Jesus' name. And some of the things that you've, you thought that you've put behind you are like residue in your life. And some of those griefs that you thought you'd left behind, that you thought were over, keep coming up every so often. And you've even gone through a season of late of those things that that continue to pester you and it's almost like they haunt you and God is saying healing now or God like an overflowing grief you must be broken healing come in Jesus name you're one that your heart is so big that you you just have a big big heart but the only problem with big hearts 
His big hearts tend to get broken very easily. And, and you deal at times with broken hearts because you love so deeply. And there are times you're even trying to hide that. But, but God says, that love is something that I have put within you, that I'm cultivating inside of you. Because when I break your heart for somebody, you never let it die. You never let it go. He's breaking your heart for your nation, for your people. He's breaking your heart. He's going to begin to use the tenderness of your heart to touch people. You're going to see people walk into church and God's going to break your heart for them. And I'm telling you what, they're going to be saved because you ain't going to let them go. You're going to gravitate to them. And you're gonna, you won't even leave them alone until they're walking on water. <laughs> to their disciple. You've just got this great love for people. There's coming a season where God's going to propel you and give you a platform to the people group that you're in love with. And you, it's, it's been almost a stalemate in your life. It's almost like people, you've been waiting for others to move. And you've, you've been saying, you're saying, okay, I'm, it's, I've done everything I'm supposed to do. It's like you, I, I see you filling out paperwork. You filled out all the paperwork. You've done everything that you're supposed to do, every requirement. But yet you're waiting on others. God says the wait is over. The season is now. And I'm going to do a work quickly. And it's going to be a powerful work. In Jesus' name. I have a word for you out of Acts 16. Tell us your name. Lila. Well, I heard Lydia. So at least we got the L. Lydia in Acts chapter 16 is recorded to be a seller of purple. and She persuaded Paul and Paul came back to their house. She wasn't a Jewish woman. She was a Gentile woman. Purple was rare and very expensive. They didn't have synthetic uh, dyes at that time. Purely organic purple was made from shellfish, I understand. God has given you some unique ability to mine out the beauty of ugly things. And I'm going to cause you in this next season to even increase in that grace and that anointing, says the Lord. I'm going to put you in positions where you're going to be able to persuade people towards the Lord. And you're going to see even purple that which is royalty and that which is beautiful come forth from their life. I've uniquely gifted you. You have a unique gift mix. And sometimes you've said, Lord, what, what is the deal? God has uniquely wired you up and misunderstood at times and not received at others. You've been shunned and rejected in some places and received in others. This next season, your gift is going to be acknowledged and you are going to be received. And you are going to persuade men. You're going to persuade women and families to the things of the Lord. And I'm going to release upon you a fresh anointing to release the things of the kingdom, the purple, the glorious, the the majestic. And you're going to see the beauty come from the ashes, says God. There's been some things that have been disheartening and concerning and difficult. And I'm going to give you beauty for ashes, says God. And I'm going to cause you to teach others to do the same. Father, release that now. Bless her. Fire. Jesus. What's your name? Carol. Carol, it's nice to meet you. I want everybody to shut your hands out towards Carol. Come on. Carol, I felt like the Lord wants to do a complete healing in your body. I don't know what's going on. Things that you need to be healed from. But God says that He's He's doing an amazing work. 
and in your body and healing. I see there's there's been almost a, a time of suffering internally. I don't even know what that means or what, what, what's been going on, but the Lord says He's healing every part of your life. That His touch, His healing touch is upon you. And you're going through a season where you are going to begin to experience the overwhelming power of God released in your life completely. Overwhelming power of God. Father, I pray now in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Joy. Holy Spirit. I want everybody to just stretch your hands out. There's a new thing that God wants to do in you and through you. God's going to begin to lead you into to begin to influence. I see the, the motherless coming to you. Broken women coming to you. People that have experienced, I don't know if, if those are the things that you've experienced in your life, but there are certain things that you've experienced in your life that you're going to begin to, people, young ladies, I see you're going to have this great attraction to you. But there's even going to be a deeper ministry to them. God's going to begin to develop new insight and new wisdom into you that you've always wanted to, to minister deeper to people. And it's coming. This is a season of even deeper ministry. New revelation. I see you taking people's hands. And you're not going to begin to counsel by sheer manly wisdom. But you're going to begin to counsel in spiritual wisdom to another degree and another level. So, Father, I pray that we decree it now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Lord, thank you for this great woman of God. Thank you, Father, for the greatness of God in her. You got it? We lost it. I talk slow, so I give lot people lots of time to record their stuff. My Southern California thing. So, Lord, thank you for her life. And thank you for the goodness of God. Thank you that she is just good. And it may not seem like such a great compliment to say that someone is good or kind. Until you look at the Lord and who He is. And He is good. It's one of the core values of my life. Psalm 119 says that God is good and what He does is always good. And I thank you for this dear precious saint who is good and who is kind. One who is like you. I don't know of a greater compliment. Can you tell me your name, young lady? Joyce. Joyce. Come here, Joyce. As I was standing there and I was looking at you, and I, I don't know you, but I, I saw what seemed like 
uh, an environment that you were raised in that had limitations that were placed upon you like boundaries that were set that said you can't get past that you can get this far like going down the street you can go this far but no further and those limitations and constraints like in a circus they chain an elephant to a big peg and they try to walk around and over the years they no longer have to chain him because the elephant quits trying to get free it just accepts that limitation as what life is and I don't know anything about it but I want you to know today that what I do know is those limitations were not me says the Lord those constraints were not me says the Lord and I'm lifting off and freeing you from the opinion of men I'm freeing you today from the constraint and limitations it's like a zipper that has zipped you in (laughs) and I pray today that she would fly free and we break off now the limitation. We break off now the boundary and hindrance in the name of Jesus. And the word of the Lord to you today is that you have not missed it. It is not too late. How do I do the big thing, God? Not as young as I used to be. Lost a little bit of the step. The spring. I take ibuprofen after I dance. I'm not 20. Traded in my Nikes for soft shoes. How do I do the big thing? And the Lord says to you, daughter, that you leave to me. Praise God. There we go. Come here. Charles, right? Or Charlie? Charlie. Just take my hand, Charlie. You're a power tool in the kingdom of God. As a matter of fact, when someone needs a big job done, they call on you. And a power tools, the great thing about power tools, man, they, they can get the job done. They're very versatile. They're very strong. They're powerful. They're awesome. They're forceful. And when you got to get a big job done, you need a power tool. Problem is, it seems as though of late, it feels as though you've been running out of juice a little bit. Maybe getting a little bit of weariness. And some, some situations I see have just been causing you to say, man, what is going on here? And that spunk and that... That, that extra just notch of power. It's almost been trying, it, it, the devil's trying to, to wane that in your life. He's been trying to attack you in the area of strength. And, and the Lord says in your weakness, He is made strong. 
And there's a new level of strength that's coming on you. And even at, at times, you're, you, you kind of say, okay, Lord, how come I'm not able to do what I used to be able to do and do all these different things? And, and I, I want to function how I used to function. God says, it's all right. Because there's a new season. As a matter of fact, God is bringing you into a new season of mentoring. He's going to begin to gather people around you that you're going to sow into. You've experienced some things in your life. And you've experienced great joys. You've experienced great loss. And you've even had times of, of great disappointment. But God is saying, those things that I've planted within you, I'm going to use those as tools on your belt to pull out. And so instead of just being one functioning tool where this is all you can do, I've now given you a variety. Instead of only having a hammer in your belt, I'm giving you a whole toolbox that you're going to begin to pull these things out. You're going to begin to function in other people's lives. And even in, in a whole, you're going to have a whole plethora of ways in your life to minister one-on-one with people. You're going to have the tool that when you need the sledgehammer to knock walls down, you're going to have that. And you're going to have the strength to knock the walls down. And you're even going to be like a little chisel that when the little giant need to be done. God's going to give you grace and wisdom for that. He's putting within you a new level of ministry. A new level of fathering and mentoring. And Father, I pray that over his life right now. Lord, you've given him a grace. You've given him a grace. And God's going to begin to give you strategy on how to restore certain relationships that have been lost in your life. He's going to give you a strategy on how to deal with those things. And, and, and grace even how to operate in a new strength and a new level. So, Father, I, I lay my hands on him right now. And I pray strength in the name of Jesus. Father, strength upon this body. Strength upon his heart. Upon his mind. Weakness, we rebuke you now. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Tell me your name. Marisa. Hi. Okay, here's what I saw. And then, uh, you know, I, I know a lot about you. John, come on up here. You're engaged. Very soon to be married. These guys are winners. We're all winners. How many of you know that? Hallelujah. Here's the picture I have. I saw you standing behind a, uh, a ship, behind a the wheel of a large ship. And I saw you take hold of, you know, the one that's like, you know, like a pirate ship, you know, like a big wheel. And the wind is blowing. I mean, it's just going. And I saw you just spin the wheel. Laugh and lift your hand, and the, and the vessel just took this big turn. And you just rejoiced, and you looked at the compass as it was turning. And it's almost like you knew right where to grab it. You grabbed it, and it set a new compass course. And you went on, and you're standing there. I was looking on. It's a very simple word I have for you. Where'd you go? Where's Mr. Longwind? Hey! I just, this is one thing that I feel very strongly with. There's an anointing or grace for favor and influence on your lives. 
And you're going to begin to influence people that you never thought you could influence. Even when you were young, you were an influencer. God is going to do a new work of influencing you. He's going to use you in mighty, mighty ways. Now, I'm, in no way am I, I saying uh, that you're going to be in government. I'm not saying that at all. But this is a weird thing. This is a weird picture I got. Sometimes the Lord works in pictures for me. I saw uh, one of those, I don't know if you guys have them here. In Hawaii, we have posters where you put on the side of the road and it says, Vote for. And I saw your face on the poster going, Now, I'm not saying that you're going to be in government. But God wants to boost a level of influence and favor in your life. Both of you. You're going to be very highly favored when you walk into rooms. People's eyes and attention are going to shift to you. Some people are going to want to hear what you have to say. There's a season of great favor and influence coming to your life. Amen. And um, I'm sorry I had to get that was my boss on the phone. Here, you can keep holding hands. I'm just going to hold them for you. I felt like I heard this word for you. That it's a lie the honeymoon has to end. That the love that you feel, the fervor and the excitement and the butterflies, if you will, it's not a fleeting feeling. It is a source of love that as you cultivate it, will just grow deeper and deeper and deeper. And the honeymoon never has to end. To those that can tend the garden correctly, the bugs don't eat their fruit. The deer don't eat their fruit. The destructive forces of the weather don't destroy their crop. To the careful gardener, John, to the careful gardener, they reap the harvest. They tend to reap when they plant how they plant. And in marriage, many times the thing that happens is people don't like what they reap. It's because they didn't sow correctly. So if you are a careful gardener of this beautiful crop that I have given you, the bounty and the reward of which... <laughs> is limitless and I just hear the Lord saying son you don't quite know what I've done for you and given her to you you've seen as Corinthians says through a glass dimple but you don't know the magnitude and the measure of the princess I'm giving you And as you carefully guard what I entrust to you, you listen to me very carefully. As you guard what I, the Lord, have entrusted to you, 
to hold the heart of a nun whom I love so dear. I only give queens to kings. Don't ever forget them. P.S. It's a great word, the P.S. is this. And you are, you don't really see who you are in God. But He's going to reveal it to you. The same is true for you too, John. There's going to come a blooming and a blossoming through this marriage that's soon to be. It's going to touch the lives of many, 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 many people. And I will give you the desires of your heart as you delight yourself in me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We bless them. That your kids are going to be great, dude. I'm just telling you, like great, great. Like super great, great. Like beyond great, great. Amen. We bless them. Oh, Jesus. I can't get over it. Pastor Daniel, influence. 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 Come here, woman of God. What's your name? Jenny. You're a striver. You're a striver. Matter of fact, you're an overachiever. You just want everything to be good. You get frustrated even at times. I see you just getting frustrated when things don't come out right. You just want to make everything right. And you work hard until they're right. You've been striving and striving and striving and striving. And at times, it feels as though your striving has not accomplished anything. But what I really feel like the Lord says is that there's a shift of thriving coming into your life. Super natural thriving and things that you have worked incredibly incredibly hard listen things that you have worked incredibly hard for very very hard for at at times I see you grabbing things so tightly that when you let go your hands are just it's like they're latched on and they're moments of severe just I want to be careful how I say this. Don't allow the enemy to keep you locked in. To always strive, but never experience the thriving that comes with it. This is your season to experience the joy, the grace, the power, the overflow. I don't know if you run a business or what's going on in your life. You've got a great anointing for to be an entrepreneur. You've got brilliant ideas. You're a great businesswoman. But there's gonna there's a new path coming your way where you're not it's it's almost like you have to plow through things you're not going to do that anymore there's a new season of ease coming in your life things are going to begin to go into place you've tried to grab things a lot well i see almost like a tug of war to the left and to the right holding things like this and trying to pull things in god says let go and let god and you're going to move into that season of thriving amen let's pray jesus Thrive, thrive, thrive. Rest. Rest, 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 rest. Rest, rest. Tell us your name. Karen. Karen. The last shall be first. Come on, stand The last shall be first. She's the last one. Because you're last, I'm going to give you a shoe prophecy. 
in honor of my friend. (laughs) Did we miss anybody? Where's Eric? Eric, can we get, are you going to be here tonight? Okay. All right, we'll get you. All right, I was actually just a joke. Tell me your name again. Karen. Karen. Is there an echo? Thank you for Karen gone. Thank you all that I hear like the roar of a lion in this still small voice. As a lion roars in the wilderness, it is said that that roar carries for miles. That as they roar, it is an announcement that they are the king of the beast. They are the king of the jungle. And it is no accident that you are the lion of the tribe of Judah. And I thank you for caring. Lord, let her understand today as I prophesy this to her that her voice carries such weight in your kingdom that her words as you said in Proverbs that they may be few that it only takes the good ones to change the world. You didn't stutter when you made light. You just declared it and it was and it's been ever since and it will be till you say stop. And I thank you for that voice you've given her and the power of life and death in her tongue. (laughs) That she is one who wields it very carefully. She is a woman who chooses her words wisely. She is one like the creed of the doctor which is to do no harm. She strives to always leave situations better than she found. To always leave things better than when she borrowed them. She returns things full. And I just thank you. That's a quality and a characteristic that you've given her. And I pray today that you would let the lion roar. You would let the lion roar. You would uncage the magnitude of the voice that you've given her. That you would unleash the lion within her. You would unleash it in the name of Jesus. Release now in Jesus' name. to mountains and have it be moved. Shh. 
Karen, in the same way that there's like these evergreen, I think that's what they are, needles on your jacket. just have a quick word for you. My attention was drawn to that. Just like an evergreen tree, whether it's winter or summer, whether it's harsh conditions or not, the tree stays green. And God is going to make you more stable and more strong to stand the winds, to stand the harsh conditions, to stand the easy conditions, whatever, and thrive like a green tree, no matter what's happening. Amen. Eric. The Lord is going to give you uh, this gift of the sons of Issachar. You're going to know the times and the seasons of which the Lord brings. And in many times in your life, you've asked, when are you going to do this? Or when are you going to do that? What is this season? When is that season? And the Lord, at the same time as He's giving you a, a gift to discern what to do, when to do it, He said, Jesus says to His disciples, it's not for you to know the times and seasons which the Father has given under His own command. But you'll receive power from on high. Not many days hence, says the King James, and you will receive power from on high. There is a baptism of my fire that is coming to your home. There is a baptism of my fire that is coming to your life. The Word of God is going to become ignited and be like a fire that shut up in your bones. And you will preach and you will declare and you will proclaim. I've called you even to be a troubleshooter in the kingdom of God. You'll know exactly what to do and when to do it. What to add and what to subtract. what to When to divide and when to multiply. He's going to give you the, the spirit of Issachar. The spirit of the sons of Issachar. And they knew the times and the seasons. I see you standing before the Lord in this hour with a, with a military uniform on and holding a clipboard in your hand. And in the clipboard is uh, a set of instructions and directions for the days that are yet ahead. And the days that are yet ahead are great. And I've called you to be one. I've called you to be one that's going to be mighty in my army, says God. And you'll lead men. And you'll lead people. And I've called you, says the Lord. You say, could it be possible? And the answer is yes. I've placed it in your heart. There's even a trembling that comes before you when you're opening my word. There's been a revelation in the days that have, that in these recent days, where all of a sudden you're realizing, my God, this really is God's word. It's God's word. And it's starting to burn like a fire in your bones. I'm calling you forth out of obscurity and I'm going to launch you and position you and put you in a place where you could have tremendous tremendous impact. You're a Timothy in this house and you're to give yourself to this season of training. And not many days hence comes a fresh baptism of my fire. And I saw that I, I am linking you to this house. I'm linking you to the people of this house like one who links arms and cannot be easily pulled apart that I've linked you to the mantle I've linked you to the vision I've linked you to the destiny and as long as you hold on as long as you stay linked that chain cannot be broken and you will not be adrift in the place where others may miss it 
link yourself well, son. For this is the place that I've called you for to flourish in. This is the place that you will find my freedom who I made you to be. say yes. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. Glory to God. Church all day. Nothing else I'd rather do. Stand up on your feet. Give God a hand. Clap of praise. Lord, we love you. We bless you. We praise you. We commit all of these things to you, oh God. And that way we'd wage a good warfare with the words that were spoken. We thank you for what you're going to do, God, through tonight's service, tomorrow morning and tomorrow night. Release your power. Even as never before, we give you glory and honor and praise. In the name of Jesus, amen. God bless you. Service starts at 6 o'clock, just about an hour and a half from now. We love you. Praise the Lord. See you then.